Hello, we welcome you to the Filmmaking Sucks podcast. Where we tell you about all the mistakes you can make while producing a film. And explain how you can avoid them yourself. And we're your hosts, Manny, Lynn, and Mario. And here we go. That works. There you go. Yeah. Sounds good. We got an intro for the first time. Yeah. And it's a play on my name in video games. Look at that. Uh, is it? Yeah. Okay. People who know, uh, have ever played any later Super Mario games will know what uh, that is. Later? I don't think I've played any after part three. People ask me all the time to say two things. Huh. It's a me, Mario, and here we go. And oh, ha, ha. It's funny. Go. Now you see it now you yeah. see when you said it that way. Yeah. I still don't get it. Yeah. It's Mario Some Kart, people right? might laugh. It's like everything. Yeah. Huh. I don't From know. Nintendo 64 up, basically. Yeah. yeah no, I yeah. I feel like the first time I heard that was in Mario Kart. Yeah. Last mm. time I heard it, I fell off my dinosaur, so it's been a while. <laughs> so, yeah. So, everybody, uh, hello again. We Hi. are here. Once again, we had a break last week uh, simply because we just... We're too busy. Movie yeah, premieres. We're just too busy. <laughs> yeah. Film um, festivals. Oh, shit. That's right. No, we're playing this out of order. We're, we're wrong. We're, we're recording this one, but this isn't going to be the next one. This isn't going to be the new episode. That was so, so technically, we had an episode last week. Oh. Yes. So we screwed that up. It's okay. That's fine. It's okay. But that's Whatever. the whole point of the live recording. We get mistakes and we leave it in there, right? Yeah. yeah. Just to show the, how so. professional we are. Yeah. 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 You don't always have to edit everything. No, you don't. You don't. You don't always have to fix it in post. I'm not going to this time. I'm just going to leave it. Can't wait till we get to that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we'll get to that eventually. What are we talking about today, guys and gals? Uh, this week on the show, uh, we're going to discuss a... I guess I guess it can be called a point of contention for a, a lot fire of, starter. A mm, fire controversial. Starter. A little, just a little, not not like massively, but a little no. bit. Uh, um, it's it is a form. It is a, it is something that can be seen as amazing, and it can be seen as a hindrance of sorts. Mm. Uh, we're talking about crowdfunding. Oh, oh. I'm gonna light a cigarette. Because uh, I'm going to need one for this. Crowdfunding, for those of you that live under a rock and try to make movies, is a tool used by pretty much every source of media to create a product and ask fans and or bystanders for help creating said product, whether it be a movie, music, uh, a household item, a scientific piece of equipment. An invention. An invention. A cup with... A holder that looks like a cat. Uh, Ooh, somewhere you can make your ramen noodles in. An apron with tongs built into it. Uh, Solar-powered roadways. Yes, Solar that's my roadways. favorite. That's my favorite crowdfunded thing ever. Solar no, okay. Roadways. So I just saw one this one this week for uh, markers that put a gradient in as you color more with them. Oh man, you see, amazing. this is this is the really amazing thing about yeah. crowdfunding that I think we can all agree upon is that there are some really incredible things out there, there are. that yeah. corporations this is kind of a tangent super quick that corporations say you won't sell us the rights and we can't make more money off this and it helps people and the environment and the world so screw you they they say no and then people go to kickstarter or indiegogo or the countless those are the two of the the biggest it's, ones it's almost like a public shark tank Yes. Where you have an idea and you put it out there into the world. And if the world thinks it's a great idea, they will give you money for it. People will pay and say, hey, I would buy this. And you're literally selling directly to your own consumers mm -hmm. and they're paying to have it made. More time, more often than not, the really good products and things that people pay for, like the solar powered roadway. Yeah. That's something that will better human yeah, life. It's not just a gadget or... But you there know, are something. a lot of gadgets. There yes. are also yeah. there are also um, bowls of potato salad. Yes, yes. There's a lot of nonsense. We out have there too. discussed the potato yeah. salad yes. no, to the umpteenth degree. Let's not, do that, no. let's not so, do that again. Yeah. So anyway, crowdfunding for today's podcast is basically film, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, while Manny and Lindsay have not partaken in crowdfunding, I have. So I'll just quickly go over what I did in the past. Mm -hmm. Basically, I have a web series uh, that is finishing uh, editing currently as of this recording called The Spies Files. And I 
crowdfunded this project has taken me well over three years at this point to finish and put together a series of volleys and blunders that is primarily why i'm on this podcast which honestly honestly if you're thinking about it that's really not unprecedented for most projects to take about three years oh yeah it's really not unprecedented it feels like you've been doing this forever yeah you know but Case in point, uh, your film that just premiered, Theta States, mm-hmm. uh, we started two sh- years ago. We started shooting that. What was that? 20, 2014. 2014. Two years December because I got the mm-hmm. I got the Facebook memories two what months we do ago. Do before Facebook memories. Yeah, time hop, and then yeah. Facebook overtook it with Facebook right. memories. Yeah. So anyway, yes, I crowdfunded the Spies Files. We asked for like five thousand dollars because I budgeted it before I even asked Lindsay to help me budget it. At like, f- I just chosen obligatory oh five thousand will be enough uh spoiler alert i've spent about seven thousand dollars on this web series in addition inception in addition to what you raised yeah well on my own how much did you raise we raised four hundred and seventy five dollars okay and most of that was friends and family so you are an example of how crowdfunding can fail yes i also honestly didn't know i thought i did enough research and thought i put enough effort into mm-hmm. it little did i know that you basically have to spend up to 50 percent of what you're asking for on a campaign and that's mm-hmm. exactly what we're going to discuss today we're going to go through all the different things that can help you make a successful crowdfunder i made okay? a list we made oh, yes, yes she made a list <laughs> okay um now the point is no, no the point but we like as you said, we haven't actually done any crowdfunding of ourselves. Yes. Um but I know a significant but, amount of this topic though. But so, yes, you yeah. do, you do. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from oh, no, you. Yeah. yeah. But we've seen plenty of successfuls and plenty of failures. No, I and think the difference between the success and the failure is in the amount of work you put into it. Yes, I agree. You know, and I think and that's what we want to talk about today. I mean also, I mean I you know, we have we have investors. You know, we we have presented to an investor. Um our for Blood Slaughter, I actually created an entire PowerPoint presentation, which we learned is called a Oh, I forget what it's called. Oh, it's like a P, some BPP. Yeah, I, I forget remember. what that was actually called. I have um, one of those for this movie, by the way. Yeah, and I so. and I presented that to our investor, and I outlined everything, the budget, the schedule, uh, went through everything you would do for a crowdfunding, and, and I presented it to the investor. So and, instead of well, getting multiple you would people, do, you just got the one. It's not everything yeah. you would do for, it's everything you would do if you're going to present your project to an investor, to yeah. a producer. It's okay? a plan. We're going yeah. to take that, and a, and you have to, and, and it's the same thing. You're now, instead of pitching your project to, to one person, one person and you're pitching your project to the entire world yeah. to millions of people at once. Yes. And you have to do the same thing. The difference is you get a lot of different people on there and a lot of different people want different things out of a film. So you have to kind of encompass a whole range of things while at the same time keeping the integrity of what it is you want out of your film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a big issue though that I just want to get out of the way because it's it is well, an let's, issue. Let's get through the negatives first. Let's get uh, yeah, through the negatives. This is really the only... Yeah. Let's get through the negatives. Very we'll, few. we'll knock it out of the way, and then we're going to explain how we feel a crowdfunding can be successful. Mm-hmm. Number one, first and foremost, no matter how much work you put into the crowdfund, always have a backup plan and don't rely on it. Because once you yeah. start relying, say you you put the work in, you put the time and effort, it worked out tremendously. Your first short film or your first feature or whatever you do, like a commercial or anything or a pitch trailer, say all that went well and you got the money and say you raised like a couple thousand dollars or whatever for your first project or even say you raised a good chunk, like 20000 or 30000 for your first movie or something. And then you go, oh, well, that worked the first time because people really like slasher films or they like ghost films. And then you go to your second film and you built credit because you were successful. And then you do like something out of left field, like a Western or a zombie Western. Yeah. And they're like, you don't make your goal. And you've done the same work. And you relied on crowdfunding instead of putting your own hard work or finding an investor at that point. So mm-hmm. my like, just don't rely on it. Like I do have a friend who produced uh, another friend's film, uh, Jimmy George. He is a basically a professional crowdfunding tutor yeah and he is a script doctor as well and he can you can hire him to help you put a successful campaign together he will show you the steps Mm -hmm. on how to put an actual successful campaign together but he does not guarantee the success because it's all dependent on the idea there really is no no guarantee guarantee. that's why i say do not rely on crowdfunding Yeah. yeah and then on top of that there's the artistic aspect where 
people who I've seen this because it's happened to me. A woman said, I will give you a thousand dollars for your show, but you have to say they are religious and that they're doing it for God. And I said, no. Well, that changes the entire... You create a vision. I mean, that's yeah, your that vision. changes the get, whole feel of the show. It's just like having a producer, except that they might not give you money. It's... You have the... Cr- like, not crazy people, but you have the more than passionate crowd. Yeah. Lobbyists, so to speak, that will say, hey, I'll give you your whole budget if you do this. And I mean, honestly, that's a chance you have to take even when you find an investor. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to say, hey, can you not do this one thing? And, you know, you're like, oh, well, you're paying for the whole thing. So I guess I can make a sacrifice. But with crowdfunding, it seems like sometimes there's very little recourse to what happens if a movie yeah. falls flat. And I'll let you take which, it over from which there. Which is kind of my problem with, with crowdfunding. Um, this isn't true in all in all. It's not true for everybody, uh, but I feel that crowdfunding allows a level of, um, even a level, uh, I'm trying to think how to say it. It's, it's, it, it kills it, the mystique? No, not even kills the mystique. I mean, it does, but that's not really, that's not really it. I think, I think that what crowdfunding lends itself to is um, you have uh, no accountability. There we go. That's what I was trying yeah. to yeah. remember. Yeah. There's no accountability. There's absolutely, you have no... Um, driving force other than your own self and whether you more morally feel you need you owe it to these people you know you there's no driving force to make this movie successful there's nobody sitting there saying when are you getting my money back when are you going to sell this movie what are you going to do with it there's no foot in your ass doing it other than a bunch of people you don't know online that you gets know? special thanks for the low, low price of twenty five dollars. Precisely, yeah. precisely. As long as you fulfill everything that 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 you asked for them, that you asked of them, as long as they get their little perks and stuff, you don't owe them anything after and beyond that. And that's what my problem with it is. You that's know, another. thing. I don't agree with that. With that mindset that you don't owe them. I think you owe them everything. But oh, I yeah. think they're paying lot, for your exactly. film yeah. or whatever. But I think I think it allows filmmakers to feel like they don't owe them anything. Because like this is my movie, I'm gonna do it my way, and I was gonna, you know, my big problem is my real big problem is is successful filmmakers. Rob Zombie crowdfunding. Zach Braff. I hate that. Zach Braff crowdfunding. Rob Thomas, um, the producer of Veronica Mars. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Pendulette. Uh, Pendulette. That's the one I was gonna get. He's another one. Pendulette makes three million dollars a year. Okay, that is his fucking salary. Yeah. This man makes three million dollars. Not including a year. endorsements and public appearances and Precisely. yada yada yada. He's worth fifty, sixty million dollars. He needs a million dollars to make a movie. I don't agree with that. If you really had enough faith in your film, you thought it was going to be that good of a movie, just pay for it like the rest of us do. You know. Yeah. Um. My like for a long time, uh. You know, Keanu Reeves has been trying to get uh the Bill, Bill and Ted three. Oh, Bill and Ted, Bill 3, and Ted three done. And part of me says, dude, you have plenty of money. Why don't you just pay for it? Because he doesn't own the rights to it. Hmm. They won't allow him to make it. Yeah, so that he, I knew about sometimes. So he needs yeah. public are, demand is yeah. what he's he, trying exactly. to garner. Exactly. He needs the public to so that's why he doesn't make it himself. Well he was he physically can't just do it. You know that movie Passengers that just came out, right? With Chris yes. Pratt and yes. Jennifer Lawrence? He was he was developing with the, the studio that script was on the blacklist Mm -hmm. and he was for those of you that don't know the blacklist is a yearly list that comes out and and it's usually hot scripts that studios want to pick up well that's not it's not even that anymore it's oh they changed it 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 it, it still is that but it's not a yearly thing anymore at the end of the year there's like the best of there's a best list okay but now you can sign up for the blacklist Put your put your script on that now. Oh, you can actually okay. submit your script to it, and people will read it and they'll vote on it. And if it gets that high enough of a vote, which is like half of one percent, it'll end up it'll go on there. And producers and a lot of agents pay for it, oh, okay. so that they can read these scripts. If you go on there right now, you cannot read scripts. Well, I you can't I do it. Yeah. No, you have to pay for it, and it's something like three hundred dollars a month. Jesus. Well, yeah. anyway, yeah, and this is just, and this is yeah. just for people, re- and, and and this is to read it. You know, uh, you want to do anything more than that? It's gonna. Yeah. But anyway, Keanu, yeah, real quick, Keanu developed Passengers for almost ten years, and he got looked over. 
he was basically told he wasn't yeah. leading man material anymore because mm-hmm. his production company was behind it. So yeah. he got skipped on his own movie. Mm-hmm. And so I could see why Keanu... Is, and this is the know. reason why people do crowdfunding because yes. they get they get rejected by so many people to pay for their films and they need some way to pay for the film. But we're not talking about them. We're talking about the people on our level who just don't know how to find movies which find money for their films which is what most crowdfunded films are people who have no idea how to find a producer how to get the attention of a producer how to get on the blacklist they can't afford to even put their script on the blacklist you know and then there's they others just who are, have great ideas but have no idea how to talk to people yes there's yeah. people That's who have great people skills but mm-hmm. can't sell yeah. a script of their own to and those are the people who do yeah. those are the people who do successful crowdfunding because they know how to talk to people and you watch their videos and you can't turn it off like you're interested well, they you, pull you in I think that's the number one thing is is when you when you crowdfund you know you, part of it is try you have to you're selling yourself yes you know yep. that you are the right person to be making this movie mm-hmm. you know and that and I think that's what a lot of people miss like why are you the person who should be making this. You know, and, yeah. and, and literally opening yourself up to and like and sharing your passion and letting people see your passion and, and that helps them build a belief in you. Yeah. One thing I will always kind of get behind with crowdfunding, um, fan films. Hmm. And the reason I say this... I'm totally cool with fan films because a studio is no not going to pay for it. There's yeah. no profit. Yeah. You're not allowed to do anything with it. Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. your rights. It's I'm just totally cool recoup and uh, yeah. a big thing fan films are doing now because it's an option now on Kickstarter and Indiegogo and I guess all the rest is... Um, or backer it or whatever. It's don't anything in over... Say you go over your budget yeah. and you can't give out any more yeah. overflow perks. They donate the rest to charity. Okay. Whatever... The only profit, it's not even profit, it's recoup. Yeah. Basically, any money you put into it yourself, you're allowed back. And then after that, any profit, so to speak, goes to um, okay, goes to charity. That movie that took forever to come out, Within the Woods of Undead County, they did that. They donated everything to charity. Uh, as of this recording, recently, this week, the Friday the 13th reboot at Paramount got axed. Yep. Yeah. There is a Kickstarter before that that has a couple of days left to this recording, which is almost, I'll just out it, it's almost Valentine's Day. It's February, what, 12th? 12th. It's February 12th, 2017. There is a crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter called Never Hike Alone, a Friday the 13th fan film. Yeah. Hmm. That had, I think they're asking for, I don't, I forget the total, it's around fifteen or 20000 or some or 13000 okay. or 14000 Something not huge. But they went from like halfway to ninety percent the day as soon as Friday the thirteenth was. And canceled. the thing is, like the the because now minor, there's public demand for it. Yeah, the yeah. minor trailer. The it's like a it's like a super teaser, couple seconds of the dude walking around in the Jason mask and stuff. Now, like, it looks fun. Yeah, and it's something I'd actually give money towards, even if the reboot was still coming out, because I really like Friday the Thirteenth as yeah. a franchise. I'm one of those people that. I'll watch it no matter how shitty it is Mm -hmm. because I just enjoy it, period. And like now that we aren't getting an official reboot, whether it's a good good news or bad news, this fan film gives us hope. Well, we're not going to get it from Paramount. No, New Line and Warner Brothers. We'll get it from New Line. Honestly, they'll probably do a a sequel of the remake. Yeah. So, which is fine with me. Yeah, we'll get it from New Line. Yeah, but anyway, that's a that's a crowdfunding campaign I can get behind is the fan film. I'll always look at a fan film that will be free mm-hmm. they'll they'll give you know the it is? backers fan, fil- fan films like- have an audience and uh, uh um they have they they play, that's it they have they have they have an audience and those people just want to see them and that's it yeah. yeah you know you sell directly to them and they're happy with it you stick it on youtube and they watch it that way and they're totally cool and to have their name in the credits of of the fan film of the of the franchise they love makes them happy and that's it and they yeah. just want to see that there's not, there's an example of me with Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So yeah. Just so see it. One thing, uh, you you all I'll say is if you want to do a ca- a campaign for a film, mm-hmm. 
Make sure, and you've never done a film before, or this is only like your second or third movie, make sure you do all the research you can. Show everybody where the money's going. Try to have a big, giant plan. You have to put a lot of time and effort. Besides the fact that you're most likely going to have to put money into it Let's get a little bit more specific onto those things. Uh, When you're making a film... Every single everything with a film comes through pre-production, production, and post-production. The three stages of making a film. Forget the writing aspect. Technically, that's pre-production too. Yeah. So let's break crowdfunding down into those three categories. The pre-production of a film of, of a crowdfunding campaign would be prepping. Yes. Before your campaign yeah. goes live, how would we begin prepping? How would we begin pre-production on a crowdfunding campaign? I mean, you would start it pretty much as you start a movie. Um, you're going to want to understand your movie. You're going to understand want to understand. I mean, I guess the biggest questions you want to ask yourself is number one: What is the goal of this movie? Who do you want to see it? Do you want producers you need a to see audience. it? No, no. Do you want producers to see it? Do you want film festivals to see it? Do you want the general public to see it? Because those are three very different. Um, audiences, audiences that you're going to be targeting. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the general public, you also have to be more narrowed in on a target audience. You can't be like you're not going to you you know you your current status as a you know independent low budget no budget filmmaker is not going to hit the 18 to 35 male crowd. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. That's Michael Bay's audience. You yeah. don't have the money to reach all of them, so you need to find what your niche is and target them. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a slasher, find the slasher fans. If yes. it's a gore movie, find the gore fans. If it Post in post your stuff on social media catering like find websites, yep. advertise find on those similar websites. movies, you yeah. know, yeah. that are similar to what you want to make, you know, and find their track and their fans and figure out how how they've reached out and where they're finding success and a support. A way of doing that is is using uh, the app Crowdfire. If you've used that yeah. On, on what's something uh, one of the one of the interesting um, really cool uh, uh, um, features on Crowdfire is uh, it's it's for Twitter mostly and also in, in Instagram and some well other. it's having some issues with Instagram it does, currently Instagram but want, doesn't want them to be yeah able to they change their policies yeah. uh, specifically for Twitter what you can do in Twitter let's say you created uh, um, Seeing Red yeah or your for your for your video game podcast yeah all right. You want to find other video game podcasters, okay? You go through Twitter, you go through all the different users, you find video game podcasters. Now, you go into Crowdfire, Crowdfire, you open up the app, you put in those Twitter accounts that also run video game podcasts. You put that name into it, and you and it will give you their entire followers list. Oh, nice. And you can go through their list and start adding people that way, so you can physically find I've their been followers added, i've been added yes. to groups like that, you can yeah. no no not even groups this is just their users no app. that's what i mean yeah. Yes. yeah it's an app that allows yeah. you to get allows you to, to find the there. users in similar accounts so you can go through it like i've done it on the macabre fair on the macabre fair thing because this is we're going to be at macabre fair yeah. so i want to know who's going to be at macabre fair who's following them so i want to find those users and i go on there and i go through their list and i see the people and i go through it and i see who's also posting about macabre fair and i follow them so that they see my account and then when they look at my page, they see that I'm going to be there as well and they follow me. That's one way of sourcing your crowd for your camp, for your campaign. Find a similar movie on, on Twitter, put it in Crowdfire and find who their fans are and then find their fans and target your stuff toward them. Yeah. Now remember, this sounds like some sleazy shit to do that, oh my God, it's like, it sounds like you're cheating and that's what a lot of filmmakers feel like they're cheating. No, this is how it's done. This is called advertising. Yeah. If you don't advertising advertise Advertising in and of itself is cheating. Yeah, it is. So. It, but it's not cheating. That's the way it's done. This, yeah. is, this is what you do. Paramount does this. Hell, there are... I, they I, buy things for the, your entire Facebook profile. We've all, we've all heard. We've all heard that your privacy is not protected at all on Facebook. You have it's zero sold out privacy to the, on social yeah, media. Yeah, it's sold to the highest bidders and even the lowest bidders. You know, so literally Paramount will reach out to Facebook and get all of the the people that might most likely would fall into a certain audience category. It's just like when you see now you have advertisements on Facebook for stuff you would just absolutely love. You're like, how did they know? They know because you put it in your likes and yep. they sold it to an advertiser. Exactly. Yeah. So, so same thing with crowdfunding. You know, you just got to you gotta put all the time and effort into advertising and reaching that target audience we were discussing. Yeah. So, so what's now, the next goal? Um, yeah. The biggest thing that I, I, I want to stress is that pretty much my recommendation... And 
and I mean, I could be completely off because I've never run one, but in my world, if I was to run one, I would get all of my pre-production first. I would get myself cast. I would find my locations. I would find my makeup artists because the more people you have involved, the more people you're going to see. So like when you're having your campaign, you're obviously going to want to have a teaser trailer. You're going to want to be able to show people what your goal is. That's honestly my, I agree with you on that. The thing I... think absolutely there's two things i feel it someone killed you because you didn't have enough people talking about it yeah. yeah yeah also the time timing is important for crowdfunding the best times from what i've read are september yes and beginning of spring mm-hmm. like it also depends April-ish. on when your perks are going to be delivered yes like if when you per- if you get if perks right deliver, before Christmas, perfect or Halloween, buy this sort of stuff. They're if like, you're, oh, especially this is if some cool stuff. Especially coming, if you're making a horror movie right before, like early October of the next year, or yep. if it takes two years to make the following year, early October for horror movie perk deliverance, or early summer when kids are getting out of school and have the time to see your film or your product. Now the two things I was discussing, two important things, but. They don't necessarily like you could disagree. Two very important things are have a bomb ass teaser shot, mm-hmm. spend the money and get at least a teaser shot of showing what you want to make. show your world. Yes, give them give them what you call no, not everybody's you call a visual a sizzle person. Reel. Yeah, you call a sizzle reel. Yeah, this is what went okay. Like Stranger Things was sold to Netflix based on a sizzle reel. All right. And uh, that, that sizzle reel was full of mostly footage from the documentary Montauk Chronicles. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and, and Chris Garitano, who made Montauk Chronicles, has nothing to do with Stranger Things. And he got really upset. He even got his lawyers involved in the fact that they used his footage to sell their show. But this is done all over the industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All over the industry. If it's you all wanna, over every industry. Yes, every. Everybody industry. uses references because, yes, because when you're because when you're you trying to communicate with a mass group of people, you're talking to people who are visual. You're talking to people who are not visual. Mm-hmm. You know, the more visual things, the people who do, who don't understand how to make a movie, you yeah. know, who don't even know the first thing, yeah. you know, They're they the need ones to that see. Say, you suck and yeah, your you stuff is stupid. You can't just say, "Hey, we have a great no, looking killer." It's, no, it's not yeah. even that they, the they say that your yeah. stuff sucks. It's like they just don't understand how are you going to make this movie yeah. and how are you going to make? I mean, you know, Hollywood spends millions of dollars on movies. I've read it in my newspaper. You're asking for five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. How are you going to make a movie like this? You they know, don't understand the, that a lot of people don't get paid. Yeah, well, they don't no, see that. And even if you tell so them that, they're not gonna. That. They're it's not gonna so understand. far beyond that, and that's really yeah. honestly neither they here nor they, there. Yeah, right they just don't understand. That's not your target audience, by the way. Most of the time, but they, yeah. people like that are going to see your campaign. I disagree. People, people who have never made a movie, I think that they're uh, the target audience you want to go for because those are the people who want to be involved in something in the creation oh, no, of something. No. I, I and if they've I never created, they want to be involved, and you want to open the door to them. Let and them you, see that behind the scenes. Let thing. them see the behind yeah. the scenes. You know, see how a movie gets made. If you have actors, the more actors that you have cast before you do even do your campaign, you can shoot videos with them, and you can literally have conversations with your actors. Like, what's your resume? What's your kind of character? Let them introduce their character, yeah. and then you can do that as an update video. And now their aunts, their uncles, their grandmas, their cousins, their friends mm-hmm. can now all share and see that video. So the more people who are seeing that video and your campaign are more likely to give oh, yeah. you money. I agree. I think we were just talking about two different things. So, But I do agree with you. Another I mean, thing, even if you have a makeup artist, if you're doing like a gore film and you have a makeup artist that you've already talked to, oh, yeah. shoot an effects with him. Like because Marcus people, Cook does. Yeah. yeah. Shows, his, yeah. shows his reel of the footage of the, the, the things he's done. I still done. show that. That yes. reel's outdated as hell it, and it, I still it, show exactly. that. Exactly. But yeah. he shows it. Every crowdfunding campaign he's part of, they put it as there so that you can see this is what this man does and this is what this movie's going to look like yeah. if we get the money. You want to see the stuff that he does on on screen? Well, pay for, help us pay for this movie and you're going to get to see more of this amazing shit yeah i mean that's what you really want to do you want to open the door to a the creative process a what you're going to be doing b your vision you know c you want to show people where the money is going yeah yeah you can't you can't be vague anymore Mm. not to sound bad about it but i've donated to roughly about 10 campaigns i've not received perks on at least seven or eight of them well i haven't even gotten to perks but yeah let's talk perks the other thing you know perks i've seen so many people that make this like you're gonna get a t-shirt and a dvd and a lobby poster and and you know and they also don't realize how much that costs exactly if you're not you need to plan that all out before while you're still in pre-production of your campaign you need to figure out what a t-shirt costs you need to figure out what actually costs to ship around the country around the world you know and you need to take 
take that into account. Someone from Denmark buys your $25 um, perk, which is like spend a t-shirt, a button. Just the shipping alone, not including the cost of the product, is going to be $45 to Denmark. Yeah. I know because I had to do that. Yeah. So. yeah. You're going to spend $50, $60 just getting that perk to Yeah. Them. So the more merchandising yeah. you're yeah. promising, the more you're actually going to pay. You know, and, and you should be less than I think it's ten or fifteen yeah. percent of your overall budget, and that's yeah. why, like, uh, I, I, we were, we were talking about Seed and Spark, which is one of the things I really like. One of the one of the uh, crowdfunding websites I really like because it actually you put down what every single bit of money is going towards. Yeah. So yes. people understand. We have $3,500 going towards our post-effects artist, and somebody wants to pay for that. You can pay, put your money into that fund. You can That's create cool. all different funds through it. And they'll say, well, we got this money going here, this money going here, this money going there. All right, I want to help you pay for that. I don't want to help you pay for the, the actor that I don't think is very good. But you have in your movie anyway. I don't. I don't like him, so I don't want. But I, I think the rest of this can. All right, fine. So now, if you get the money for your effects artist, you get money for everything. But you have a whole bunch of people who are not going to pay for this actor because they don't like him. Maybe you recast the actor then. Yeah. Because that right there shows you the response of the people who want to see your movie, telling you they don't like this actor, which means he may actually hurt. He or she may hurt your film. That's a way of getting crowdfunding campaigns are a good way of getting feedback from the audience that you're trying to sell it to. Yeah, you know, knowing your what target the, audience exactly, knowing what your target audience wants to see and what they don't want to see, yeah. what they are willing to pay for and what they aren't willing to pay for. So, what are some of the things that you can offer them to pay for? When we're talking normal, most crowdfundings, you're you're going to give them perks. Hmm. All right, the big one, the the cheap one, is usually a dollar or five dollars. Is the f- social media shout out? Yeah. Thanks to Bob A. Somebody for donating five dollars. Way to go, Bob! Thanks for yeah. helping get Cutter's Farm mm-hmm. made. Or insert random slasher movie name, and then you've got. The special thanks in the credits, which is usually $25 or $50. Which, I'll be honest, hurts your film. Hmm. Hurts your movie so much. Because you end up with 2,000 names in your credits at the end. And your credits then run for five, six, seven, eight minutes. And film festivals look at that and say, nope, I am not taking eight, min- eight minutes of my valuable film festival time to run your credits. Well, you know what some people are doing now? This is actually cheating. They say yes, you will be, you will get an IMDb credit, and you're in the IMDb credits. But then in the actual credits of the film, it says go to www.insertmovienamehere.com for a full list of backers, mm-hmm. and then it'll say special that, thanks to all of our backers. And then that will hurt your distribution. Yes, because distributors, most distributors, like not even distributors, Amazon. You can't have a website in your ending credits because it's free advertising. You're yeah. now advertising for a product, so you can't have credits in your ending. And you can't have a website in your ending credits. You'll so no, hurt your distribution by doing that. So, so I mean, so obviously there, there's downfalls to all of yes, these. Yes, there is. You yes. know, and you really have to weigh it out and, and do your research. You know, I mean, I'm sure we can cover this more in another keep no, segment. No, let's go. But I think the, the incentives that you want to focus on are the ones that cost you little to nothing. Yes, you know, and Buttons we are cheap. No, no, not even buttons. That's a product. That's, that's a product. Don't think that. products. Think your skills. Uh, you know? What can you hand? What give can someone? you? Go ahead. Um, we had one. We had one filmmaker that we know. Um, part of his, uh, his or her, um, campaign was uh, for a fair amount of money, you would get an hour of the production manager's time to discuss your own project. That's a good idea that I didn't yep. even think. Of. <laughs> yep. If you're a local filmmaker. 500 bucks to our thing. I'll come and DP your short film for a day. Oh, that's this costs you nothing but time. Yeah, I'll read read, read a script. You're basically Um, getting paid $500 an hour to help for your movie. For For your your movie, movie. you're getting money for your movie, and then you're trading your skills for it, and it costs you little to nothing. nothing. One of the perks I actually offered for the Spies Files was a thousand dollars. It was. As long as long as you could make it to where I around where I lived, I would cook you dinner of your choice, make you a mixtape, <laughs> yeah. and discuss See? movies with you. Yeah. Something like that yeah. is in a non creepy, cool. non sexual way. Yeah. yeah, things like that. All right, maybe that was a Obviously little. I'll cook nobody. you dinner. That might be a little. Uh, all right, might be a little over there. But if you want to get people involved in it, you know, even so, like he's like you said, you I'll, you'll get an hour long phone call, an hour, hour and a half, whatever, two hour phone call with the producer. 
about your film, or if they just want to Skype talk sessions to a producer, are super popular. Some, exactly, yeah. something like that. If they just want to talk to a producer about film, about filmmaking, hell, there are podcasts out there that are trying to get uh, um, high-profile names. Someone like if you've produced 15, 20, 30 films out there, you have a name. You know, maybe they here. All right, here's two hundred dollars and two hundred bucks. Interview, do an interview on my podcast with us. All right, cool. That costs me nothing. There's popular podcasts out there that charge people to be. It's advertising. Uh-huh. Yep. You buy their podcast uh-huh. time. Yep. And you could talk about whatever, and then they'll call you indie like film stupid did and that. whatever. And for yeah. indie film hustle for his, for for his crowdfunding campaign, it was a thousand dollars for his uh, for a thousand bucks. You can be a guest on his show, and he'll talk about your films on his show. And somebody and somebody bought it. Yeah, and I he did an hour. That. He did an hour long episode, talked about his movies and his projects for an hour, and he interviewed him on his show that has fifty thousand downloads a week. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's incredible. If you have that sort of platform, you can give that to people for free. We're doing podcasts here. You're doing podcasts. You're doing video video shows. You're doing reviews and things like that. Yep. You have that. If you build up your audience enough, with especially with your crowdfunding, you do that, you offer that money to somebody, and who knows, maybe they want to be on your show. Here's a very easy way to be on your show. Here, 500 bucks, you get on my show. $200, 100 whatever you decide that your time is worth. Yeah, and you want to you want to be smart about these incentives, and you want to oh, yeah. think about it. You think about these things way in advance, and think about like what skills do you have. Number two, you want to think, be smart. Um, I've seen a thousand times they'll have a walk on role. You know, if you're going to offer a walk on role and you're making a horror movie, have two different incentives: one for the walk on role, the background, and then have one in makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I put everybody... die in a movie. Yeah, yeah. I put die. Yeah die in our show for yep. like 500 bucks as long as you could uh, travel expense covered by you obviously another one is props yeah i was just gonna say mm-hmm. that props things you can you have a budget for ready like say you have we offered the meredith jones wedding dress as one of the it okay. was a 500 yeah. perk because it was we were yeah. still using it but like you know, well, once the filming is done, there it's there. You have the one of. You have the, the only one or one. two yeah. of screen yeah. used, yeah. and then during, and then when we get into the production, we get into the production aspect of it. When you launch your campaign, all right. Once you get that, you get your movie done and everything. You hit the post production. Now it's time to start fulfilling it while you're shooting. You shoot anything with that dress. Get behind the scenes for the person who bought it. Now you get behind the scenes of you guys shooting with that dress. And you stick it up there, and they can see the prop that they paid for. And if they don't being mind used, being getting, shot. if they don't mind getting shown on social media, say, say Aaron Johnson the fifth bought the wedding dress, and he and I asked him, I'm like, hey, we're gonna show yes. your dress in action. Would you mind if we used your name, saying, look at this lucky guy who gets to take this home yep. after we're done, and yeah. it shows you that you partook in the show, and and then you fulfill you, know. you fulfilled your year end of the bargain as yeah. well. Yep, that's another thing that since we're kind of coming close to wrapping this up, biggest most important thing of the post production, fulfill your goddamn perks. Yeah. Do not I we I've been burned many times. I'm not going to go into it, but I really stood by the products, yeah. and I kind of still do. I I don't regret mm-hmm. donating to campaigns where people have not fulfilled their yeah. perks because I was behind it. Yeah. But if you're going like that's the biggest thing. There are repercussions now. You can get sued yep. through Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. They also started taxing. Yep. All the money that you get, it used to be non-taxable. Now it is taxable. Um, you can get sued. They're offering incentive where you can actually be a producer, but that is something I would never touch yeah. until it's a hundred. You can offer you can out. offer percentages. Yeah. Yes, but I would, that I would takes, not do that. that. That's lots of lots of I don't lots of talk tax about paperwork that. to yeah. do that. There's a lot of tax paperwork in all that. You if you're gonna, you if you're going to offer accountant. if you're going to offer something yeah. like that exactly, you need a lawyer and an accountant. Yeah. to do that with you and I that's just that more right shit away. to pay for so yeah. just avoid that so once you launch the campaign well I wanted to add one more thing okay. to the incentives yeah, talk and then um, then I'll move on but I think the other thing is I see way too many people offering the DVD too mm, cheap yeah. and offering the DVD I mean I, I understand you kind of feel like it's uh, it's it's an obligation to do so I think in small budget films yeah alright you know what I'm only asking for $10,000 yeah give them the DVD make that a perk yeah, but think, yeah. but but think of consider doing a digital download or an invite to your premiere first. 
That mm-hmm. way, you know, they are still seeing the movie. They are still seeing that it came to fruition. Yeah. But you know, when you give out your DVD, there's less people buying it yep. when you come down to the end of it. You get 6,000 people. You get 6,000 people who donated to your crowdfunding campaign and they all bought DVDs. That's 6,000 DVDs you just gave away. That and when came you out have, of your pocket. And, and even beyond that, it's coming out of your distributor's pocket now. Because yeah. once you get distribution, you're going to tell them, well, I, had the, I need the first 6,000 copies or whatever. I have 6,000 people that I've already given the movie to. And the distributor's going to go, okay, well, yeah. you have a $10,000 film. How many copies do you really think we're going to sell? Yeah. <laughs> How many copies do you and really And the distributor is going to be like, well, it costs this much to make each DVD, and if you need 6,000 of them, then we're going to add this onto the tab that you owe me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. 6,000 times, that is, best of course, case scenario, $4 is still $24,000. That is, that, is that is if the distributor even wants, wants your film, you knowing that, that you have to give away 6,000 copies of this. Yeah. He's like, well, you just cut into my pocket now. Why do I want to sell your movie? Yeah. How so many just, indie film guys you know sold 6,000 copies of their film? That's amazing if you, I mean, obviously we're talking really big numbers, but even so, a couple hundred copies of your film, this hurts your- I don't know your, your, anybody. Exactly. Yeah. That this that now hurts your release date sales. Yep. You want as many people as possible to buy your film the minute it comes out so that this way you hit the top of the charts in iTunes and Amazon and whatever place it's being sold, you want to be there so you want as many people to buy it as possible. It sucks having to tell the people donating to your movie that no, we're not offering the movie as a perk. It sucks to be able to say that. You can. But like you totally can. Said, uh, uh, you can download. pay... You can pay... But here's the problem with that, though. They already have the movie as a digital download. Why would they go out and buy the DVD? Very few of them are going to want both. But, yeah, but, I mean, you still have a percentage of people that will. Well, they want the physical talk, thing that can show their I wasn't talking about digital download. Did. It was... Um, I, I'm going to say one campaign because they fulfilled everything, and they... Okay. This is the Slasher Studios, Kevin, Kevin Summerfield. Yep. Every single he's done, I think three full-length features now. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't go to the reunion, dismembering Christmas, and I think they're working on the third one now, which is completely yeah. different. Every single campaign they've run has been completely transparent, completely honest. All perks, from what I've known, have been 100% fulfilled. I've gotten updates. I've donated to the first two. You know, now that gotten I think updates about it, on everything. Now that I think about it, there is one good way of doing that without having to give them the film. Hmm. You can stick it on Vimeo. This is on, what I'm getting put, to. Oh, okay, yeah, put yeah. it on the Vimeo on demand, and you give them a code. Yeah. To watch it, that code will expire in two months. Yeah, it's an online. This is what yeah. I got with them. Yeah. You give them a watermarked online screener uh-huh. through Vimeo or through a random private server. They get their specific code that is randomly number generated, and the watermark is randomly number generated. It's going to cost you about four hundred dollars non Vimeo yeah. to get to, this to done. Get it done. Yeah, it's four hundred dollars of an investment where your movie, if it is pirated, you can track it down to the person and sue them, even though it's more work than it's worth. Yeah. It's still legally the best it's, way to show your movie to somebody. It's a somebody. deterrent. It's a, it's deterrent. a deterrent, yes. It's yeah. the best way to show your movie without giving it away. And that yeah. was my whole thing. Was, that's a good way of doing that's that. That's what Slasher Studios did for people, Don't Go to the Reunion. People who paid for it at least get to watch it. They don't yes. get to own it, but they can see the movie before other people. Yeah. Before you, get them, you, you get to see it before the premiere. I was a special backer. Say the backer. premiere is going to be in March. You have from December through March where the where it's free for you to watch all you want. Yes. I don't you know? think... I don't... I'm not... I think they gave away DVDs for dis, uh, Don't Go to the Reunion. I don't think mm-hmm. they did for dismembering Christmas. Okay. Yeah. So but yes, um, that's that's so what no. I would do. So that's a really good transition of... then. So then when you're in production of your once campaign, you launch the campaign, once you launch a yeah. campaign, be transparent, be honest, be be there for the people who are supporting you. Do the updates. You know, like we talked about, have all of that content already created and in your pocket and ready to go when you launch this campaign. Um, the other thing, which is the unfortunate truth, is you're going to pay to play. Your campaign will be more successful if you are willing to carve out a marketing budget. Absolutely. You need you, to you need to pay for it. Yeah. Like like yeah. we said before, we haven't said before. We've discussed this in the past. What is it? Dread Central or Bloody Disgusting? They don't cover crowdfunding campaigns. One of the two of them. Mario, I'm talking to you. Uh, I don't think I think they both do now, but for a while, did, bloody disgusting. But didn't. they still did when you paid them for it. Yeah. For yeah. five hundred bucks. You could pay them five hundred dollars, and they'll do an article on your on your crowdfunding campaign. 
Yeah, most most websites, websites will do this. If you if they if you see that, that they is don't an cover ugly camping, truth it's, that most people but do not that's, know. But that's <laughs> advertising. Yeah. Okay. For their two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand monthly views that they get, or weekly views, however many they get, they don't cover crowdfunding campaigns. But if you want to be on there, you pay them, and they'll cover it, and you will. You will hit your audience that way. Yes. Whether or not you're successful, again, is dependent upon how much work you put into everything else. Yeah. Um, you know, then there's also the Facebook ads, the Twitter ads, all that other stuff. All this yeah, I did money. Facebook ads for Spies Files. I did get an actual uh, backer from it, but one out of the $150 I put into Facebook. Yeah. And it was only for like 10 bucks. So, That's, I mean, yeah. it, it, it can work, but don't, again, don't you count gotta on it. But it's it. still advertising. Mm-hmm. You got to be on top of it. There have actually really strict guidelines with with yes, facebook advertising yes. with pictures we'll cover we'll cover yeah. we're, we're going to cover the facebook because we've both done facebook and twitter ads before yeah. we'll get into that'll that be its own the... that'll be its own thing yeah. yeah oh that's the other thing i forgot to add to incentives and it's a really important point that's the only reason why i'm backtracking but um if you're offering uh, on you know walk on rolls or premiere you have to make sure that you say travel costs are not included yeah, yeah, I mentioned that before. Yeah, he, he said that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I missed that. Yes. Well, no, it's she's right. You gotta. It's true. You gotta be really careful. You have to word everything mm-hmm. specifically to the T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because oh, and one more thing: don't ever say, don't ever offer producer credit because if someone knows what they're doing, they can sue you and take everything you have. Mm-hmm. Because producers are legally obligated to do that, and if you call them a producer, they are allowed to do that if they want. Give so. out the associate producer credit; it means nothing. Executive. Yes. No, exe- well, no, not executive is people who actually put the money in oh, yeah. and are getting a return. Associate producer, yeah. Associate Associate producer is nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's really just a it's a, it's a handout title for somebody that you know you needed something for them to you need to give them a, a title and that that an associate producer credit would come with two thousand dollars three thousand dollars you drop into them into the thing. Yeah, you know, uh, post production pretty much he said and everything. That really matters. Cover your perks. Cover your perks. Fulfill your incentives. Mm -hmm. And uh, send updates. If it's taking a little bit longer in editing, then be honest about that. Mm -hmm. You know? um, Don't update just for the sake of updating. No. Because people get annoyed. Yeah. People get annoyed with constantly being barraged with emails one after another every week, every week. No. If you realize things are taking a little bit longer, drop it down to to once a month. But you have to stay in contact with your people. If you feel things are really taking a long time and you don't want to keep emailing and because although I'm telling you email, you need it. Email is is essential. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is create from the very beginning, create a private Facebook group. Or if that's where most of your backers are, most people are on Facebook create a private Facebook group for everyone who's involved with the crowdfunding. All your actors, all your producers, and all your actors, producers, makeup artists, a whole cast and crew, and all of your backers. Give them a link to that so that they can interact with you personally. Mm-hmm. And you can even you can do your weekly updates there. Yeah. You know, yeah. where they have the option of turning notifications off if they don't want to see it all the time. Yeah, and put yeah. all your behind the scenes stuff up there. Yes, Keep put them in everything involved. on there. And then do your monthly emails to keep people abreast of what's going on and say, hey, we're shooting this. We got this coming up. Uh, we lost a location, so we're trying to find a new location. Everything's still going on as planned. You just want to keep it to the bare minimum. You don't want to make, you don't want to start every single email off with an apology as to why you haven't responded or sorry yeah, things are taking so long. And that. stay positive. Always be positive. Always yeah. be tell positive. Them, tell them what's going, what's going, if something went wrong, you tell them, hey, this is what went wrong, but we're getting this, 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 But so and so stepped up. Always this offer a solution. Yes. You know, always yes. be positive. Yeah. The uh, my ending segment, even though I'm not really for crowdfunding anymore, but I do have this kind of idea that I'm not really going to share fully. But I had this idea where I live stream writing a script through like a like Twitch TV or something or another uh-huh. streaming service or a website, and I was going to call it the Horror Project. Where I took one of my, you got to be basic with some with an idea like this, like a haunted house movie or a slasher movie or something, a monster movie, just something basic with a kind of quasi basic plot. I was going to give a bare bone mm-hmm. of the plot, and then I was going to have uh, people who watch me or whoever write a, write the screenplay. They can watch the process, mm-hmm. and then you give them options you're like hey like a choose your own adventure yes we're gonna name the cheerleader character uh delia bonnie 
or Janice, mm-hmm. and then these are the options of last names. You give them a limited pool of something you'd be okay with, and then they get to choose based on votes or based on donation or whatever. Because well, that's something people can do too. You can add to it at the donation. Exactly. Yeah. Name a character. Name a character. You get yeah. to name a character. You get to name somebody. As long as it's not offensive or whatever. Whatever guidelines yeah. you set. Yes. So I was going to do that. Name a character. And then I was going to have, uh, these are the kind of kills. Character X. You don't give away who's going to die. Uh, character X is going to die. Uh, beheading or gets hanged or gets thrown in a wood chipper or something. And you give them those options mm-hmm. and they pick. So you give the audience some say in how the movie's going to get made. And then yeah. after the script is done, you do the first two acts. Rodriguez did that. Yeah, you do the first two acts and you don't leave the... You give like a select few people uh, a chance to see how the third act is drawn out and they get the feedback, the big, donate, the big donation people. And you take their feedback and you make it and then you crowdfund the film. Again, 100% transparent. Yeah. And that's where, if I was going to do this, uh, I donate. You do the charity donation thing. You don't take profit until everything's said and done, and everybody gets paid. Anything overflow or overflow perks uh, after that gets donated to a charity, yeah. so that it's a hundred percent. Like, say I'm the backbone. I started the idea. I I wrote the script, and I'll take script writing credits for it. Um, you still gave the people the option to make the movie. So if they say it sucks, they had a say in almost every single part and aspect of the film. It's not accountability. It's sharing the yeah. accountability. It's interactivity. That's actually interactivity. my idea with a crowdfund yeah. I'd like to do eventually. Yeah. You let you let you you let your backers be interactive with it and they yes. get to they get to physically have a say in the So film. if it sucks, it's only half my fault. Yeah, <laughs> uh, are, but they we, know they knew what they were getting into at the beginning. Yeah. I think we covered that for the yeah. most part. I think yeah. we're good. I think we've covered most of just about every little aspect that we could that we can think of right now. Uh, there's obviously other things of crowdfunding, but again, how limited can how much can we really discuss about it until we truly perks. had a yeah. plan everything through? <laughs> how much can we really talk about this until we've really had a? So yeah. understand that that we none of us have me and Lynn have not had a crowdfunding at all and mario has yet to have a successful one yes so this is coming from people who are trying Mm -hmm. we're at the beginning we're trying so uh always remember that you can do this just the only person standing in front of you standing in your way is yourself everybody right anything else you guys want to add to this to crowdfunding no I said everything I needed to say. So yeah, fulfill your perks. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plan uh, everything. Plan ahead. All right. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can check us out at massgravepictures.com. You can uh, subscribe. You can download all of our episodes there weekly, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we're not on Stitcher yet, but we're on Google Play as well. Uh, subscribe to us there. Rate us and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at filmmakingsucks at gmail.com. Give us your suggestions, comments, questions, anything you have to say to us. We're open. And I'm still open for you guys to show us your firsts. Yes, yes, we're still waiting. Yes, show us your first projects. You guys made your, if you've made a film, made your own first short film, we'd love to see it. Send it to us. We'll share it on our pages. We'll put it on 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 our Twitter accounts and our Facebook pages and all that. And who knows? Maybe we'll even put it. We'll we'll even post it on the on on the website with our uh, with our podcast. That'd be great. (laughs) We'd love to see it. So send us your first, everybody. Hashtag show us your first. Show us your first. All right. I uh, thought you were going to say show us your something else. First. Hey, no, that's a different show. Yeah. Harambe, he's all a the married way. man. Okay. Back yeah. Away. So for filmmaking sucks. I'm Manny. <laughs> I'm Lynn. And I'm Mario. And thank you all for listening. Good luck and make good films, everybody. <laughs>